We here at Bob Chat like to think we help shape our nation's youth, but unless you want your children to grow up like us, we suggest only listening with other inebriated adults. Listen, I've been drinking, okay? Bob! 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 Bobby! Bob! It's Bob Chat, baby. Wow! And uh, we're just sitting here, cranking a few beers, hacking uh, <laughs> a couple darts, and uh, shooting the shit, you know? You really want a safe place to go? Go to Taco Bell. There's no judgment there. You want to eat 5,000 calories? Do it. Take a nap afterward right in the booth. One time, I saw a lady come in and dump every single hot sauce packet into her purse. No one said a goddamn thing. And that, Griffin, that's how you live moss. Okay, welcome <laughs> welcome to Pop Chat. Yeah, talk about Love it. It's me, your host, Bino Barberino, and uh, I'm here with Griffin. Howdy. Are you living moss or what? Moss? Live moss. That's what they say at Taco Bell. Is oh. there a trademark on that? On the, on the topic of Taco Bells, have you noticed that they're redoing all the restaurants? Are they? They're finally updating them. Like, they updated them since, like, the 90s, where yeah. it was, like, the... One of those 90s solo cups. That was their color scheme. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, they're redoing Taco Bell. Yeah, the, the one in St. Thomas. What? Is, uh, new logo, all fancy, tiled. Li- living moss to the fullest. That's all right. Cool. So, what do you, what's been going on? What's up? Oh, you know, not too much. Working. I, I think there's more going on with you. You got a couple additions to the family, don't you? Yeah, I am a dad now, which is super exciting. Twin babies, what up? Yeah, uh, Robert Marshall the fourth, and as Griffin likes to say, the fifth as well. The fourth and the fifth. No, just one is one is the is the fifth or the fourth. Sorry, and the other one has uh, a separate name. I'm not crazy. I'm not gonna name, <laughs> I'm not gonna name them both after me. So it was the first one that came out has the same name. I still think the other one will will resent you for that. No, he's like not. He, they love the other one more. <laughs> no, it's not like that at all. But maybe who knows? They're not old enough. Maybe one day they'll be like, "Fuck you, Dad! Why? <laughs> why did you name? Why am I? Why am I not the fourth? But yeah, it's uh, being a dad's pretty crazy. I mean, it's I'm only like a month in, but I mean, still, it's uh, it's definitely a big change for sure. For sure, you know, I uh, I'm off work. Um, I haven't really slowed down on beer consumption, just at different times, you know. Um, but my sleep schedule is all over the place, so, I mean, judge me, whatever. I can, I'll have a beer at, you know, a reasonable time in the afternoon or late morning, whatever. What have you been up to? You built a computer, right? I did, I did. I, I built a new computer for work. Yeah, real, how's that? Real, real exciting stuff. Yeah? I, I call it the Honey Badger because it's small but powerful. Ooh, the Honey Badger. Honey Badger doesn't give a fuck. That's crazy. It's uh, like it's amazing that you can you know how to do that. But you're pretty tech savvy as far as it's, it's like uh, I was talking to my mechanic buddy about it, and it's it's the same thing. Like he'll start talking about cars and like cert, like different parts that, that like are only compatible with certain parts. Exact same thing, just yeah. different uh, different space. You're like a, you're like a technology surgeon. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just all it takes is being interested enough to do the research and. Now, now imagine one day, like when we're cyborgs, right? Like Neuralink and stuff. You've heard about the Neuralink. Oh yeah. But you think eventually we'll get to a point where like people are part machine? Obviously. Think about it, man. There are like think about people with prosthetics. Yeah, prosthetics. Right? Yeah. Like, like cyborgs already walk among us. Yeah. Right. Have you seen the? You heard of Boston Dynamics? Yeah, they actually just got sold to uh, another company. Oh really? Yeah, they used to be owned by Google. What are they own now by the U.S. government? <laughs> the military, you know the military I, owns I, them now. Yeah, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think it was to a defense contractor. Oh, for sure it was. For sure it was. If you have, 
this crazy like cybernetic technology like you don't like it doesn't matter what it is they're like oh can we use this to kill people yeah we're gonna do it have you seen the footage of it's not the spot that boston dynamics makes but a very similar robot well because the ones that they make are more like supposed to be like funny videos where it shows them like you know hitting dancing and like hitting it with like a baseball bat or like a trash can or whatever right but, so what's this video that you're talking so, about? So the the LAPD was beta testing essentially a like police. I it's like know, a it's dog, like, right? It's like yeah, a dog. It's, it's not militarized, although but the military but it's like on too. it's on all fours though. I think I've seen that. But it, the creep it just looked real creepy because you got like all the SWAT guys all tacked out, <laughs> and then this robot dog just comes marching up alongside them, and it, it does like it does look hella dystopian. Yeah, surrender, or we're gonna let the robot dog loose on you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's the thing, like what they're like supposed to use it for is like, say there's like some person like, you know, with a mental health issue or like acting crazy or they have a knife or something up in an apartment. They send up the robo dog. The technology is a little further out than people think. Like, just look at how much trouble Tesla is having actually realizing self-driving cars. Well, now it's funny that you say that because we live in Ontario and I believe it was the federal government. I don't think it's just Ontario. I think it's off Canada that they're going to ban the selling of gasoline vehicles. Yeah, that's the that's the whole country. The whole country. So yeah, so that's what me and Delissa were talking about the other day. And I was like she's like, Oh, you won't be able to buy gasoline cars. I'm like, no, you won't be able to buy new gasoline cars. If you want to get a brand new car, you have to get an electric car. But if you look at for Tesla, like obviously California is like a hot spot and they have, you know, highways and lanes of highways that are designated for those for cars, EVs, for, yeah. EV, for e-vehicles, right? So, and then it's funny, like I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about, and they said, okay, well, like say that there's like a stone in the road or something. But the idea is that the first person that gets to that, it will, the Tesla sends out a signal to all the other Teslas saying, hey, there's an obstruction in the road. Yeah, and then they so, all get out of the way. But the first person that hits the obstacle in the road or whatever it is, if it's a deer or whatever, yeah, sure, they could potentially die in the car accident, but it's the projected numbers are like 3,000 people a year. So, I mean, when if you do the math, would you rather have 3,000 people a year die or 40,000 people this is, a year die? This is the kind of the interesting thing. Like, it, it, Do you know that, ever heard of that like thought experiment where there's the train and then there's like five babies on one track? No, like, no, no, no. Tell me, tell me. So it, it's like a, a probably we're getting it, we're getting there, deep. There's we're getting like deep. there's like a thought experiment where it's like you're the you're the conductor of a train and you're, oh, you're, okay. you can't stop okay. the train and you're coming up to like a crossroads and on one side there's like fu- like a baby and on yeah. the other side there's an adult and it's like what, do you kill the baby or do you kill the adult? Right? It's like a moral question. Well, I'm a dad now, so I'm going to say the adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I probably would before anyways. And like that that same like thought experiment, I, I've seen it like written in a lot of different ways but the, the main idea is it's like if you have two options yeah right and the lesser of two evils and somebody will die yeah, right exactly so so the point i'm trying to make is at some point if like a majority of the cars are autonomous and they're communicating with each other there will be scenarios where like the computer the ai is going to have to determine who lives and who dies right yeah see and that's and that's well and that's it right and that's what would be with the with the robot soldiers too right it's because they have to identify between civilians and and military threat yeah that's crazy man oh here plot twist they all turn out to be transformers what happens if a what happens if a transformer transforms while you're in the car are you just you're dead right yeah like if you're driving you're driving and bumblebee and then all of a sudden 
transforms and like, yeah you're smush well it's like imagine what if they don't have time to get you out like imagine there's like a pile up right and there's only there's two teslas driving that are both self-driving and like there's only the opportunity for one to swear of the cars it. to survive and one of them will like be in an accident or the people could potentially die how is it going to determine which car gets the, the precedent will it be who's in it you know like yeah, the person that I, paid for the premium Tesla package, you know. Yeah, see, that's interesting. That's that's interesting to think about, and I think that's why it's such a it's such a, a hot topic because the technology isn't fully there yet. But we live in a day and age where if there's any part of that technology that's available, people want it, they, right? Oh, like, sorry to cut you off. No, that's this, okay. This just popped in my head. So, I, a couple weeks ago, I read an article that somebody got arrested for having sex well auto driving his tesla like <laughs> really? in the front seat yeah like not even in the drive you want to go for seat. a ride baby yeah, like in the passenger seat the dude's just like you know <laughs> so what is the rule then that you are supposed to be in the driver's seat driver's seat you're supposed you're supposed but the to- thing is is that people people have naps people yeah. are reading it's yeah. like human reaction is only so quick like what if you're sleeping well that's the thing you're not like you're supposed to treat Oh, you're going to tell car. people that they can just sit, yeah. sit in a car for two hours and get where they're going, and they're not going to take advantage of, like, having a little oh, nap. Of course, of course. So, I mean, yeah. So, but well, it's, it has sensors, right, like on the steering wheel and on the seat, so it knows if you're in the driver's seat and if your hands are on the wheel, and it will it'll basically pull over and stop if it do, doesn't detect you, you're touching the wheel oh, for a certain amount of time. Okay. The problem is people found ways around it by, like, shoving stress balls in the steering wheel so it was like constantly exerting a small amount of pressure or like putting and, putting a weight on the yeah, seat right like yeah clip clipping in the seatbelt like there's ways around it oh for sure people are always going to find the loophole i mean it's if you can bang your girlfriend in the passenger seat going 100 miles an hour down i-75 you're gonna do it like people are gonna do it dude yeah it's a tough one because they're everything you, they're autonomous like well that's like, the thing the like, soldiers t- are crazy like yeah the autonomous soldiers are nuts like they have to have that critical thinking to determine if something's a threat or not. Like how do they? How can you program something? Well, because that's the to thing. To make like, judgment like, like that. Like soldiers already fuck up. Like as it is. Oh, for sure. So like imagine you know like just having a robot do it where they can't even be in, like they can't internalize the situation and really think about the implications. It's just it's just like well, I'm doing this. Yeah. Exactly. They're just following programming, right? That's crazy, man. It's uh, it's gonna get to a point where like the world is just nuts. Well, and then like I don't know. It just seems weird because it would only be. I mean, the, it's already nuts, but because like it would only be the rich countries that have the autonomous killing robots, right? So <laughs> it's release the droids. So so realistically, it, those countries all have nukes, so they're never gonna fight each other. If they don't make them talk like the like the droids from Star Wars, I'll be pissed. <laughs> Roger, Roger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's crazy, man. But so, yeah, okay, so only the rich countries, but those are the countries that, you know, want to go to war. Like, America's going to be like, who wants to fuck with America already? They're like, whatever, we'll fuck with you. Now we have a, a, an army of an autonomous killing robots. So I, I was wrong. Boston Dynamics wasn't sold to a defense contractor. They were sold to Hyundai. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Why? Or are they going to make robot car Transformers. Well, so, like, uh, actually, a, a Transform. Long- that's that's how transform. Yeah, they didn't come from an alien planet. They were already. They're here. They're like, here. We're making them. I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to compete with Toyota because Toyota has a whole like division that just focuses on robotics. Right. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, I can see them 
trying to compete. That's that's probably the idea. That's one, crazy. One point one billion. That's what they for. sold for. Yeah. And how old is Boston? Like it's it. I mean, I don't know how long. How long has it been around? I don't know exactly because they were a like a startup before Google bought them. Okay, see, yeah, but then once Google bought them, obviously they pumped in yeah. like just crazy amount of money, and that allowed them to to make what they made, and now they got sold to Hyundai. Yeah. Is Hyundai Japanese or Korean? I'm not sure. I was going to say Japanese, but I figured I was probably wrong, so I didn't want to say it. Well, look it up. Uh, let's find out. Look it up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> you need a Jamie for your podcast, Bob. I know. I can't. It's hard enough to get guests to come over here. I got two babies now. <laughs> like it's we're it's amazing we're able to do this right now. My dog's not barking. There's not babies screaming. You know, it's uh, instead of enjoying the peaceful tranquility of no animals or babies. It's uh, we're doing Bob Chat, baby. It's a South Korean company. South Korean. Okay, I thought it was Korean. Okay, well that's cool. Good for them. I wonder. What did you say? One point one billion. One point one bill. Which is just a drop in the bucket for for Google. So you got to think maybe. T- technically, it wasn't owned by Google. It was owned by Alphabet, which is like the parent company of Google. Yeah, but you think they're like, oh, we have too many Stokes in the fire, you know? Because like one point one billion is a drop in the bucket for Google or the parent company. Is it parent yeah, company? Yeah, the parent company. Yeah. So I don't know if they're maybe they're just like. You know, it pushed it as far as they. Well, yeah, they they, to, they reached the pinnacle of what they thought they could do with it, and they said, "Okay, well, you know, maybe they, uh, maybe Hyundai has some bigger plans, better, better plans. Who knows? That's crazy, though. One point one billion. Ugh, I don't need. I don't even need that much. What do you think of the the billionaire space race? Like the billionaire space race is crazy. It's like, doesn't it concern anyone else that the richest people in the world are the ones that are just trying to get out of here as quickly as possible? Or like Ark situation where only the only the famous and the rich get to leave Earth. But who knows? I mean, it's... The I mean, thing is, the, like... The Earth is sustainable for life for like, what, like 251 yeah, million years? Like, like it's like we're going anywhere. Think so. about it, right, though? Like, because if you're, you're going to Mars, we're going to have to like basically set up like these domes inside of the like volcanic vents. Like, that's the only place that we can really like make a settlement. Yeah. So, like, it would kind of suck for like a, like hundreds of years until they terraform the planet. You're just going to be in a dome all the time. And what are you going to do? You're just going to eat potatoes grown in yeah. your own shit, like Matt pretty Damon? much. Like- yeah. Like it doesn't really <laughs> the Martian. Like if they like if it was like bleep, you, bleep, you ever bleep, see bleep, that bleep. show uh, The Expanse? No, I haven't. Yeah, a good show, good show. But like they terraform Mars and like turned it into like a proper like functioning planet. Why? Well, so like they terraformed it in the sense that like there's forests and streams. You, you know and... what? They didn't actually get that far. Like they're in the process of terraforming. I don't want to do no spoilers. No spoilers. I'm not gonna watch it, Griffin. I don't. I don't have time, dude. What about your <laughs> listeners, Bob? Yeah, maybe they might want to know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Don't ruin the show. What is this show but, on? What's it on? It's on Amazon. But okay. My, my of point, course, Jeff Bezos. Of course <laughs> yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> it was based off a book, though. But okay. It's, Anyways, it's just like I don't think it would be. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna get away from the planet and live like a great life on Mars. Because like, what are they gonna do? Like, well, exactly. There's nothing like, there. Like, it, like they'll be like the pioneers, sure. But, but it's gonna take it's gonna take like multiple generations after we establish yeah to make a it terraform like a, society to make it even like remotely enjoyable to live there like I mean it's you know it's it doesn't have the amenities of of Earth let's be honest don't get me wrong I think we should do it once they can start growing weed but, there I'll go yeah like all I can eat is potatoes hey, I can't you, get high you, this you just, sucks you got to be the pioneer to smuggle the seeds yeah but I don't know would it grow though. I guess why you, not? They I got guess. a hydroponics lab, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know why they. Yeah, well, why do they only grow potatoes then? 
Do they only? I don't think they only grow. Potatoes. Is that just in movies? Like uh, now, see if you can look that up. Are do we do we know potentially that we have the capabilities in a in a in a controlled environment to grow other kinds of fruits and vegetables and whatever else? I'm almost sure because I, I've seen experiments they did in zero gravity on the International Space Station where they grew ISS different kinds of plants. Yeah. So it would stand to reason that if they could get them to grow in zero G, that they would grow on Mars because there's at least some gravity, right? I can't believe Chris Hadfield didn't grow weed. <laughs> He's too busy just rocking that crazy mustache. I love it. It's a good mustache. There is a rumor that uh, like there is a husband and wife astronauts that went up to the ISS at some point. Oh, really? From what country? I think from America. Yeah. And the rumor is that they... They're like the ultimate mile high club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that. I mean, bro, like if if I was in space with my wife, like you, why not set a world record, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and and do you think uh, do you think any astronauts ever have ever jerked off in space? Oh God, I should have got a tissue. It's everywhere. Zero gravity. You know what? Like they must have provisions for that. Like because some of them are up there for like a year. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're never going to come back and be like, first guy to jerk off in space, guys. <laughs> That's, you know what? I never thought of that. But like, well, it, hey, people can have sex. People, you know, people, hu- people, but, human beings are human beings, man. They're going to, the they're thing, gonna do what human beings do. Like, cause I know NASA has a whole team of engineers that their, their only purpose is to run the, like, the, the shitter, like the space toilet, right? Like, like, like <laughs> what a do team you do? of engineers. What do you do for NASA? But that just made me realize <laughs> that there's like, some kind of like space like splooge sock that some engineer had to develop for them like yeah it maybe. must exist that comes in there that comes in their space kit here here's your uh your space pocket pussy <laughs> have fun up there oh my god that's crazy wow the ultimate mile high club eh Okay, but you know, okay, but talking about these fucking billionaires before let's worry about earth before then what's stopping Jeff Bezos from being Santa Okay, he has our addresses, uh, Griffin. He has drones. He has a wish list, and literally has an intimate knowledge of our habits. Okay, like he's specifically choosing and, not to be Santa. I, I, I guess he kind of has elves too. Yeah, the Amazon workers. Yeah. Oh, if I got a job, if oh, wouldn't that be crazy if he just came out? I was like, you know what, guys, I'm Santa now. I'm gonna make this happen for everybody. He's got the money. You know, send everybody. We already pay for the service. Send everybody something off their wish list, Jeff. Make it happen. Add us, Jeff Bezos, if you have time. This obscure Canadian podcast that you've probably never heard of. But that, that's get the at kind us. of thing that I feel like, even if he was like a super altruistic guy, the board of directors would never go for it. You're like, yeah, I just gonna we're just gonna give everybody just something off their list. Yeah, well, he uh, he stepped down as a CEO, right? I saw a meme. It was like, Jeff Bezos is stepping down from CEO of Amazon to pursue a career as a Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'd be a good Bond villain. It's, but- funny, it's funny, too, because, like, he's totally bald. But have you ever seen the picture of Elon Musk before he got rich? Yeah. And then, like, I've seen a picture, like, a progression. Like, as he got richer. He got more he hair. He got more hair. <laughs> I always thought that was hilarious. Hey, money can buy you whatever you want, man. Yeah. When you've got, when you're a billionaire. It you can, can literally buy you a hairline. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And anything else. And apparently a one-way ticket off of this, uh, off of Earth, if you wanted. Like, grow some space weed. I'm in. I just find it really funny, like, the posturing, like... 
Well, it, or Elon Musk didn't try and go up too. It was just Richard Branson that was. Well, Richard, I think the difference is Richard, like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, are more committed to getting us to Mars. Like Richard Branson is just wants to take all his rich friends. It's like a pleasure cruise for a pleasure yeah. cruise around Earth. Yeah, like he's like fuck Mars. He's like we can make a shitload of money. All we got to do is get them up to the atmosphere, fly them around a little bit, and then take them back down. Like what? It, it was like two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something yeah. for a ticket. Have yeah. they done that? They haven't done that yet, right? I don't. Th- I think this was like the first like quote unquote like commercial flight. Yeah. So they did actually. He did actually get people up there. Yeah, it wasn't just him. There's other people. There, I heard I, that. I heard Tom Cruise, Thomas Cruise. Yeah, so they're gonna, they're, <laughs> but they're they're bringing him to like the actual space station. I think. Really? Like, yeah, like to shoot a movie. Oh God! Don't tell me that NASA's involved with the Scientologists. I, I don't know. Money talks, man. Money talks. Now, I mean, NASA needs as much money as they can. There's only so much government funding they're given. Like, and but that's, I mean, everybody, like, everybody that, knows that though that the space, like, progressively over the years, the space program, because like you only go to the moon so many times, and then it was like, okay, now we're gonna build the space station. You know, but it's, we only went to the moon once, didn't we? Well, I mean, like, let's, that's the thing. let's talk about America, though. I mean, yeah. Canada's one, like, you know what I mean, though? Like, as far as North America is concerned. It always bothered me, actually, that they only went to the moon once. And, like, the, it's actually crazy to me that they're, what, the they're Cana- talking. Canadians went to the moon once? No, no, the Americans, but, like. They went to the moon more than once. Did I don't think so. There was, like, five Apollo missions. Was there? Hold on. Let's look it up. Yeah, there was definitely, there. they've. Like I okay, there's a difference between like landing on the moon because like I know they've landed like several like rovers and like different things, but people, I there's the first time for sure. Okay, how many times? Well, depending on who you talk to. The first thing that comes up in Google is how I wrote how many times have and the first one that came up have we been to the moon? Okay, and all 24 American astronauts made the trip from Earth to the moon between 1968 and 1972. Three astronauts made the journey from Earth to the moon twice. Yeah, so, dude, there was, like, a whole fuckload of uh, Apollo missions. That's a really short time frame, too. Well, because, no, but that's what I was saying. Like, that's like that's why, like, I watched a documentary on, like, the Challenger and stuff, and that was the whole idea that NASA went to the moon, like, all these times, and then the public and the government was saying, okay, well, we'll just keep going to the moon. Why are we spending all this, these billions and billions of dollars uh, to send people to the moon? For what reason? So then all of a sudden with the Challenger flights, it was like, okay, we're going to make, because the, the one that blew up had the first ever civilian on it, that teacher. Yeah. So that was that was when they said, okay, well, they don't want to fund just space missions anymore. We need to make it so that it's more of like a commercial thing, that it gives people, that's why people are excited about it, because they're like, oh, maybe I could go to space one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what I mean. Well, and then also like there a lot of really important technologies been invented well exactly from from the like not even just going to space but the necessities required yeah for like space. mylar and stuff yes like, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah isn't that crazy like oh we need to make something that will allow us to you know do whatever in in space and zero gravity and then but it's got more of like uh it's got more uses for I, us here. I guess my point is that we should be we should be talking about building a base on the moon that's really close to us, dude. Space before, Force, but you know what I mean. <laughs> before we jump to right to Mars, right to Mars. to Mars. Well, because because yeah, but the reason they jump to Mars is because Mars is seen as more of a like a planet that we could live on, opposed to the moon. Like, why would you go live on the moon? Literally, just okay. There's a couple of reasons. Like, and not necessarily live there, but just 
like to figure out the logistics of doing it, it would be a hell of a lot easier closer to home to get the materials and stuff. Yeah, but at the same time though, that the move, but the but but you're you're talking about planets though, right? Like they're totally different animals. Like I mean, I'm not a I'm not an astronomer or anything or astrophysicist, so I can't tell you say how much easier it is to make Mars habitable than it is the Moon. But I'm assuming that there's differences. The the biggest differences would be the exposure to cosmic radiation mm-hmm. and the that there's barely any gravity yeah there's well so is there more gravity on mars than yeah. there is the moon yeah exactly yeah. And, and if you think about it, i mean mars there's traces of like i guess oh they did find water on the moon too they found ice on the moon right they did yeah so so actually so this is the interesting thing because it takes like a shitload of fuel for a rocket to defeat the gravity on Earth, right? And that's part of the reason why it's so expensive. Yes, yeah. To, do to the, get the to flights. get once you get into the the upper atmosphere. Yeah. And so Tesla's new rocket system, where they can reuse the the um, the first stage, like where it can come up and the come tanks, back down. Yeah, again. yeah. The propulsion system. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's like a huge, big deal, bringing down like the cost of shipping stuff to space and all that. But that I've seen an interesting idea where you would basically build. Uh, a base on the moon as a staging ground to go to Mars because it's that much closer. Well, and you could, it's the fact that the there's no gravity or barely any gravity. So you can launch the rockets for next to nothing in fuel off of the moon and you can create the fuel on the moon from uh, using the water to like make hydrogen. Right. Oh, so you're saying, okay, so we could spend the money to get like, say uh, X amount of rockets to the moon, like say five, for example, Set up like a little... Set up a base, yeah. and then it would ultimately be cheaper to launch five rockets to the moon and then relaunch them from the moon to Mars than it would be to have them go directly from Earth? Is yeah, that what you're I saying? think that was the idea. Okay, I think well, that was the idea. Neil deGrasse Tyson, get at us. Let <laughs> us know what... what We need to know about gravity and things. Um, that's crazy, though. See, I never heard about that. But that makes sense because it, it is ultimately closer. And, yeah, I mean, if it's if it's more sustainable and more cost-effective. Didn't but I, Trump, I Trump say that, like, they're going to have boots on the moon by, like, 2024 or something? Oh, dude, they, they, the Space Force is, like, a, a legitimate branch they're of, thing. The, of the U.S. military. Yeah, but it's not just a Netflix show but with the, Steve the spa- Space Force, though, is, is it, it's basically like the NSA, but for space. Like, it's not... Like everything the Space Force does, the Air Force used to do. Well, so you, it's not like they're like soldiers that go to fight in space. <laughs> they're like they're like desk jockeys that look up like satellite information and stuff. Yeah, which but I think eventually like they, well, because if you think about it too, like anybody that we would consider to be a potential threat from space is associated with the ISS. Like there's there's Russians there, there's Chinese there. Like, I think the big thing, like their major job, is uh, like satellite, like like spy satellites, and yeah, like monitoring yeah. other countries' spy satellites. And yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, I I wish that it was cooler, but it's 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 not as cool as the name. But it is. could eventually get there one day. Like, have you have you watched the Space Force show? I watched a bit of it. I, it was pretty funny. I I, did, it, I wasn't a big fan of it. All the jokes fell flat. The funniest character was I can't remember the guy's name, but John he was, Malkovich. The, no, the dude that was in Silicon Valley. 
Oh, okay. Oh, like, and the, he's like the 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 research guy. He was like a lab, scientist. The yeah. scientist guy. That dude yeah. kills me. He's he's just he made the show for me. It wasn't for him. I I wouldn't have kept watching it. I thought it was. I I enjoyed it. Like, and it's funny. I, I saw a thing the other day, and it's like an art. It's like a BuzzFeed article or something. It was like, why Steve Carell's not even funny? And I was like, whatever. I've seen that about so many people. Like Will Ferrell. It's like this is people's opinion. It's yeah. like something's funny, something's not. Like some people they love Bob Chat. Some people they hate Bob Chat. Whatever. It's just if a you don't weird like Bob Chat, fuck you. If you like, don't chew Big Red, fuck you. <laughs> I just I think they were trying to be too political, and like I don't think it will hold up as a show. Yeah, well, they only did one season, but I mean that's Netflix. So like I honestly, dude, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I have so many crazy ideas for like shows and movies, and like I've 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 played around with the idea of like writing a screenplay for like a long time because like I come up with these crazy ideas. I and- really like your idea for that reality show. Where it was like millennials versus boomers. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a great concept. Well, it's just, and we better do it quick before all the boomers are dead. Just die already, <laughs> boomer. I'm just kidding. I think there's like one percent of our listening audience is like sixty plus. Thanks for listening, <laughs> the one percenters. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It's uh, yeah, I think even Family Guy made a joke about it, or Rick and Morty did. Like how like Netflix will buy anything. They don't give a fuck. Oh, you you know what? We'll buy it. We'll do it. We'll make it. <laughs> like my kids are going to grow up in a crazy world, eh? Like yeah. by the time they're our age, like even like th- like 30 years from now, like things are going to be so different, man. It's going to be crazy. I'm just thinking like my my grandparents were alive in World War 2. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're still alive now. Like just all of the stuff that's happened in that and time they, frame. They've wintered in Mexico every year since like night. So for people that don't know, like we live in Canada, obviously. If you listen to Bob Chat, you know that. And we get pretty bad winters. They live in Saskatchewan, which gets some pretty nasty winters because it's just flat everywhere. So the wind just blows like a motherfucker. It's like it can, it can go down to like minus 55. Yeah, like tundra conditions. So Griffin's grandparents would just go to Mexico every year for, for, uh, for winter. So they've never wintered. And they're like ninety years old. Like, does yeah. does, does winter kill? The sun pe- and the ocean must be good for their health or something. Yeah, all the tequila. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, does I actually went to the town of tequila in Mexico? What? And got tequila from the first distillery that ever ever made tequila. That's amazing. How was it? It was. It's not even the same. You know, Suaze and like. Yeah, gross. It's cheap. Even Patron. It's, Patron is like the only not, tequila I really like. So, so it made Patron taste like Suaze. What? Yeah, yeah. Like just it, that smooth, it was so eh? smooth, and this is the crazy thing too, because Mex- like here, if you're gonna have a shot of tequila, it's it's that, it's a shot. Like you get it down, shove that lime in your mouth as fast as you can. Yeah, because right? it's gross. But <laughs> down there, people they have double double high shot glasses, and they and fill they, it up, and they just sip it. They sip it like a beer. Yeah, like just. And like I never understood that until I tried it. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's... it doesn't taste like ass. Okay, <laughs> I know. Like, there's so many hand sanitizers now that like, like it's like you go to a store, like, uh, like I go to Games Workshop, pick up some stuff sometimes in between this lockdown bullshit. And like some stores have like the nicest smelling hand sanitizer. Like it smells like. And some of them feel like it's it's it, your hand is just covered in ectoplasm. Yeah, and it won't go away. And then some of them just smell like rotten tequila, and it's like. Ugh gross but yeah that's pretty much what i've been doing just uh just taking care of these babies and i've been watching a lot of pawn stars yeah i, I noticed when i came in <laughs> yeah he's got the queue going i got the queue going i got uh the pawn stars up there they get a lot of cool stuff delissa's like do you just like this because they have trivia questions i'm like i get everyone right i'm like every time i'm like give me a hard one pawn stars 
Yeah, I, I kind of got my bubble popped with that when I when I found out that they don't even work at that pawn store and that it's it's all staged. What? It, it's staged in so much as that none of those guys work there and that they only come in to shoot when the person brings something in for the well, show. Well, yeah, because they're fucking rich, right? Yeah. And like, yeah, if you notice in the background, they have like they obviously have people that run it day to day. It's open twenty four seven. I liked being blissfully ignorant and pretending that they were actually working there. And, yeah, just go in there and hope, like, oh, is Rick here? Like, what well, do you what do you got? Oh, okay, we're not calling him for th- that. Then Sorry. I, I found out about Chumley's sordid past, and I kind of heard a little bit about this. So, tell me, tell me. Yeah, like, so I. I looked up an article just to make sure I was, I was saying the right thing, but like apparently, at some point he got like a bunch of charges for like sexual assault, methamphetamine, yeah, illegal firearms, that. like all this shit. It might sound worse than it is, Vegas baby. <laughs> yeah, but like he got in a lot of shit, and like apparently there's this whole thing where people are like, "Oh, is he gonna get fired from Pawn Stars and and all of this?" But well, he's he's Rick, like friends. He's like friends. He's yeah, known yeah. them their whole life. He's like Rick's like adopted son, and like somebody asked Rick about it. Like they're like, yeah, like Chumley, bad apple, right? Like he's gonna keep employing him. He literally was like, I don't give a shit. Like I don't care. Yeah, he's like, I've probably he's probably seen him do worse stuff. Yeah, exactly. But whatever. He's yeah, he's that. But the, the math though, I was surprising him. Like Chumley, well, look, look how much weight he lost. <laughs> it's easy to lose weight if you're smoking meth, Griffin. Everyone knows that. Man. And he he's like engaged to like a really fine like Instagram model girl too. I saw that and he bought her like fake tits. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, yeah. There's like a thing. That's where, love. There's right like there. a TMZ thing where it's like Chumley bought his girlfriend fake tits. Like, is this what is this what people care about? Is I, this I, the news now? People should leave Chumley alone. He, he he's living his best life. <sighs> yeah. I'm trying to live my best life. Slinging math, shooting two, guns. Two idiots in the 90s had sex, and now I got to feed myself and work every day. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. That's what my kids will be saying. Like, we didn't ask to be born. No, I'm going to give them a good life. I'm excited, man. Are you going to be a helicopter parent? Are you going to get them in all kinds of extracurricular classes, violin classes? Honestly, that? I'm just going to let them do whatever they want. It was funny, like, last night, like, Delissa was like, I hope their first words are mommy. And I was like holding one of the boys and I was like, can you say firearm safety? <laughs> can you say firearm safety? I bet you love that. Yeah. She just looked at me like, shut up, Bob. I think you can bring them in at 12. Yeah, you can. You They can get a, they can get a junior. So yeah, they can get a junior license uh, under me when they're 12. And then Delissa was like, no, they're not allowed to shoot guns until they're 18. And I'm like, Delissa, I'm like, Delissa, they can get them when they're 12. She's like, they can't shoot guns when they're 12. So I like pull up the gun store website, and I was like, held my phone up, and I'm like swiping. I'm like, youth rifle, youth rifle, youth rifle. They literally make them for children. They're the they're they're meant to fit in yeah. the hands of children. Safety's key, and it's they're it, single it's, shot 22s. Yeah. They're fine, and you know me, I'm gonna teach them to be yeah, safe. You're, and, you're not. That's the thing too. It's not like you're giving the kid the rifle to, to keep and have like in their room just chilling or something it's locked up with everything else and you well, just bring it's just so that they can actually hold it yeah. the here's a loaded handgun have fun like no it's 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 yeah like you know me i've got her i got her on lockdown yeah i, I can definitely see people being like just listen to these listen to these crazy people but from the outside but yeah it's crazy but uh well and the good thing about it though is uh I was getting pretty bummed that soon I'd have to stop, stop canceling my plans due to the pandemic and just go back to my usual petty lies. Now, now I got kids. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got kids. The I fun can't. never ends. Yeah, I'm busy 
for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at like a, a massive supply of paper towel that you, you look like you're prepared. The, yeah, the uh, the studio. Uh, so this room that we're in now was the weed room, and then it was the chill room, then it was the studio, and now it's uh, it's the studio slash Costco overflow. <laughs> Griffin, I got two kids. I got twin babies. I We're buying in bulk, bro. And hey, you when you lived here, you used to always be mad that we never had enough paper towel. You're like, I don't know how you live without paper towel. You're fucking crazy. We used toilet paper for yeah. everything for like a year. Yeah, like, but you never said, hey, maybe we should buy, <laughs> buy paper towel. You were just going with the flow, which was fine. When in Rome, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, now uh, when in Rome, you used, to, <laughs> you used toilet paper for everything. But yeah, no, I, we're an adults now, and honestly... I don't think I could ever go back. Like when we when we start running out of a paper towel, I get upset. I'm like, we need fucking paper towel right now. It's like I every time we go to the grocery store, I tell my brother, it's like, yeah, we should uh, should get some more paper towel. Like we're always gonna need it, and he never agrees with me. And then we run out of paper towel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why do you want to run out? It's like, well, it's like when he, you know, when he wants to buy weed, he's like, oh, I'll maybe get a gram. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're going to want more. It's because like, it's his, it's so that he can smoke my weed. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the real reason. He loves, yeah. Yeah. You're a good brother, Griffin, eh? You're always helping him out. Yeah. Yeah. If only he would reciprocate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you listening, Spencer? <laughs> Fuck uh, you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's, he's all right. He's okay. He's a good guy. Oh, and also Jeff Bezos. He's worth uh, over $200 billion now. Even after his divorce? Yeah, yeah. His net worth as of, uh, I, I looked it up the other day, as of the beginning of 2021, is like $200.13 billion or something. It's it's over, like it's, it's enough money over $200 billion that you and me can live the rest of our lives very comfortable, plus probably every single other person that we know. Um, and he's not Iron Man or Batman yet. Like this guy's just fucking I, lazy. I feel like he's that's... not Iron Man. He's not Batman. He's not Santa. Like this guy's lazy as fuck. Come on, what are you doing with your time, Jeff Bezos? Like that's got to be more than like the GDP of some countries. Oh, hundred percent, man. Look at Greece. Like it's definitely more than GDP. Greece's bank is Greece still bankrupt? I think so. I think they definitely still got some something. Going I guarantee on. that Jeff Bezos' annual income is far surpasses the GDP of Greece. Hey, speaking of Greece, why don't they call olives Greece's pieces? That's a good question. Isn't that right? Somebody fucked up. <laughs> God, making the olive. I'm gonna make the most disgusting grape ever. <laughs> it, it would be amazing to see a billionaire just just go just just go balls to the wall philanthropy like. You know, like just, just, just like pay for every kid's college tuition and they like well, the whole world or do some, you know, some insane gesture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I don't understand why, like, like we we're saying, like it's, it concerns me that ever you said it, that every billionaire is like so focused on this endeavor. And it's, I think it's because it is the, it's an accomplishment, like for them to say, Hey, you know, Elon Musk or Jeff, or Jeff Bezos were the first person to put us think about like to this, put us right? on Mars, but why why don't they do the philanthropy? They could do so much more here on planet Earth. This is how I th I think about it, right? Because it's about legacy, right? And back, exactly, exactly. But like a few hundred years ago, there was still like unexplored areas, and there was still like 
like there was still new heights to be reached. Yes. And we've kind of we've hit the pinnacle. We've hit the pinnacle. We've hit the Earth. pinnacle of, of of exploration and of that legacy, and that's like an ultimate legacy. Like you, you everybody remembers who founded this or who founded that, right? Yeah. You know, oh, it's like oh, you went to oh, you went to Antarctica. You were the tenth guy. Nobody knows your fucking name. So in like 200 years when like Musk Prime is the capital of Mars, you know, he's got his like eternal (laughs) legacy. Musk Prime. Yeah, they somehow can join forces. Like, why don't they team up? Like, you know, I don't know. That's crazy. Oh, no. I was going to say they're both single, but Elon's uh, he's taken. Yeah, he is taken. That would be a power couple right there. It's crazy, though, how like we've like we've advanced so much like. Think of the Trojan horse. We went from building the wooden horse. Now we're building spaceships. Like, you know that those guys in there were fucking laughing, like, inside of the Trojan horse. Like, oh, my God, Thalapius, stop it. You're going to get us in trouble. <laughs> Do you think, like, you know how technology has been, like, exponentially increasing, like, year after year? Yeah, oh. and that's, yeah, oh, for sure. That's how we but, started this episode, talking but, about the automatonic uh, dog and the and the robots and drones and shit. The, Are we at a pinnacle? Well, and that's the, that's my my thought is will we ever plateau like is there ever going to be a point where we just can't increase technology at the rate that we've been increasing it i think and we like plateau and honestly i've thought about that before because you got to think i I don't believe that we're at the pinnacle of technology yet obviously like i mean if you look at it like look at the technological advancements that we've made in even just the last 20 years like you know even 15 years ago you know, if you wanted to listen to music, you had to have a separate device to listen to music. Now you have a smartphone. You can do everything on your phone. You have, like in the 1950s, a computer would be bigger than the size of this room. Now you have, you know, you have the you have the computer in your pocket. But the problem is, though, now Griffin is that every person carries around a device with access to the totality of human knowledge. But people are all still wrong all the time. You know. People, they're always like, there's too much information so it gets confusing you and don't, you don't right. even know what to believe so and that's i mean well that's it right but i mean it's got to get to a point where we we do plateau as far as our technological advancements are concerned but i don't think that we're we're close to that by by a long shot i mean and then who's to say that like at, like say uh, you know regular computing hits its wall and we move to quantum computing and like we do that for a decade and then that hits its wall and then there'll be some new thing by then. As far as technology is concerned, look how quickly things are outdated. Like it's it's like a snap of a finger. Like, I mean part of that's by design though. You no, know, no, for sure. But I mean, okay, so we're not gonna sell, you know, gasoline uh operated vehicles anymore. Okay, so you know We gotta make like a billion <laughs> electric cars now. Yeah, exactly. Which is also terrible for the environment to produce, and then yeah, the because thing, what do they have to? They have to. What do they have to mine specifically? Rare, rare earth metals. Rare earth metals. <laughs> like, right. You need like a shitload of lithium and like all these rare earth metals. So it's, but I mean, okay, but then there's the argument that okay, it's it's it is bad for the earth, but in the long run, is the amount of uh, ecological footprint, the amount of carbon or greenhouse gas the amount of greenhouse gases that are emitted from producing an electrical car do they are they outweighed by the amount that you would say use driving a a gasoline vehicle for 40 years of your life it really depends right because the the other thing is first of all the batteries don't last forever so you're gonna have to eventually make another battery even if the car is okay and how do you recycle batteries 
Car like battery. you, you can recycle some of the stuff. I'm sure. I yeah, but I think a lot. But I mean, I'm sure a lot of it would be spent. Yeah. Right. And then now you're back to mining. I mean, let's be honest. If you want to drive a fucking car, you're you're hurting the planet. Sorry. Yeah. Like, like the other thing too is there's the, no way around it. Yeah. Like the the actual energy that you're using to charge the car, right? Like where is that coming from? Like I've seen a lot of like pictures and videos of. Um, like people that have Tesla, like rich people that have Teslas in like, you know, Arabic countries or in like uh, South America and stuff where they don't have like the charging infrastructure. Yeah. And like they're being charged off of like diesel generators and stuff like that. And it just, it's, it just seems so silly yeah. to, to charge an electric car. But what I'm saying, even if you're getting your grid power at your house from like a coal plant or something. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, you're still negatively impacting the environment. Like if we switch to like, say like an all nuclear uh, and renewable energy power grid, then I, I, I don't know the, the numbers, but I would have to imagine that that would be better overall for the environment. More sustainable than, well, why would they, why would they go through all the trouble if it wasn't projected? It could be a bait If it wasn't switch, projected. This, yeah. this, is, this is an it interesting... It could be because they make more money, so, right? So here's an interesting fact that nobody seems to know. Okay, tell us. Lay it on us. So whenever... whenever you know, people talk about the like greenhouse gas emissions and CO two and all of that. the The major focus is always on vehicles, right? Mm, yes. And, and it, it, we make it seem like it, if you were just to read the media and everything, it you make it seem like it's just cars and vehicles that are causing all of this pollution and the greenhouse gases. But it's factories. It's, it's not even factories. If you look up the uh, like percentage like by industry of where the greenhouse gases are coming from only 12 percent was and again these statistics could be wrong by now but only 12 percent was from vehicles and stuff really? over 40 percent was agriculture mm. and so here's the interesting thing yeah people got to eat though well which is true right yeah. but that is way more of a contributor to greenhouse gas than, than, than cars and stuff are. But it's easier for the governments and the people that are in charge to point point blame towards people driving cars and saying, oh, well, you know, the farmers are the ones creating all, but we need them. You know, people don't need to drive gasoline cars, but, but people need to eat food. But you could make an argument. We could all go vegan, you know, like there's oh a lot God. of, yeah, but like. <laughs> We don't live in California. <laughs> I, I think that what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that like we, we could do exactly what they're saying. Like, say we got rid of every single gas vehicle on the planet tomorrow. Yeah, it would it would it would make a small dent, but it would just a drop in the bucket in the grand scheme of all of the emissions. Right? So, do you think that us in Canada going? you know, potentially within the next hundred years to everyone. Cause I mean, it's because it, you can like, you can get cars that are 50 years old. You can get people drive cars that are 60 years old. Right. Like, you know, and, and cars nowadays aren't made to last like those older cars are, yeah. but it's, you know, but you're still going to see, you know, gasoline vehicles being driven around for a long time before we get to a point that, okay, now it's all electrical. It's just a phase. Like we're going to be, right? we're going to be 80 years old and we're going to say, Hey, remember when they banned gasoline, the selling of new gasoline yeah. vehicles? Like daddy, what's a gasoline? Yeah. Hey, remember when marijuana was illegal? You wake up, you're still a lizard sunning on a red rock. It was all a dream. The concept of electric vehicles and getting to Mars are starting to lose their meaning as you open and lick your own eyeballs to moisten them. Mmm, time to eat a bug. <laughs> <laughs> it was all a dream. But you know what I mean? Like, ugh, I got a question for you. Yeah, lay it on what's, me. What's your, what's your plan 
for like introducing your kids to technology? You gonna give them? When are you gonna give them internet? Are you gonna moderate their internet usage? I know. See, it's tough to say because like I grew when I well when we grew up, but like, we didn't we didn't have like immediate access technology like. You had like, like your I, family tower computer that took like twenty minutes to turn on, and you know, yeah, like it was very, very minimal, right? And you know, I'm like I like riding my bike, I like doing doing shit outside, and now it's like you look at kids and like, and I'm not saying that they're wrong because like people have told me they're like you're gonna do the same, but they just hand their kids an iPad, yeah. you know, here play Angry Birds or whatever, and it's just I don't know, maybe it's because people are lazy, but I mean, I want to think that I will take more time to interact with them and then instead of just saying you know here just but i'm saying sit on the couch and be quiet and do this i'm saying they're like 13 and they're they're on you to get a internet device and uh like do you give them do you give them social media like but you got it but you got to think too though that you know look at how look at the advancements like again in even with social media in the last 10 years like you know when msn we were we all were on msn you know it wasn't like oh hey i can pull up facebook or instagram on my phone we we definitely wouldn't have been on msn if our parents knew what we were doing (laughs) yeah no for sure you want to are we gonna meet up in the woods and smoke weed and drink beer later yeah see you there Convincing girls to flash you and yeah, chat roulette. Yeah, um, a lot of decks, a lot of decks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, but who knows, though, Griffin? Because like I, but I can't say where, where technology and and where you know the accessibility. Like it's already super accessible. Like who knows what it's going to be like? Like every gener- generation is different. That's a good point. Like you might and, do more harm than good by trying to like sequester them away from it. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, I think all, and well, and that's what uh, and that's what I've been told too. Because like you, you you say to your kids, oh, you know, you can't have an iPad. You can't be on the iPad all day. But it's like, well, all their friends have iPads, and all their parents, all their friends' parents, let them use the iPads. You know, I mean, it's like I'm not going to deprive them of of enjoyment. But I would much rather say, hey, like let's go do something. Let's not just sit here on the screen. Like, you know, let's go to the gun range. Let's, you know, let's go play catch or something. Like, I don't know. There's no way of, of predicting. Like, I mean, I think I think everybody, people are a victim of the times, right? We're all we're all a victim of the times and what's accessible and what, and what kids are going to want. I mean, I'm a first-time parent, so I don't know. But I know when I was a kid, something cool came out, something that, oh, the Game Boy came out. My buddy's got Game Boy. I, like, I want a Game Boy. You know, oh, first one of your friends gets a cell phone. You know, now you want a cell phone. And at that point, it wasn't, you couldn't even do shit on a cell phone except call people. But I was like, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Like, oh, my God. Okay, like I remember walking up to my friends. I was like, "Yo, calling them, and be like, hey, what's up?'" But like, guess where I'm calling you from? I'm outside on the street. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just crazy. Think about the social media aspect, though, because like, like for us, like we got on like uh, maybe my, in my, like grade six. My or something. six month year olds have a joint Facebook. Well, and, that, and that, that's my point, right? Like, they literally have an account from birth, right? Where it's like, yeah. like for me, like I, like I don't really use the social media besides like needing it to like function in society yeah but like my internet like my internet like footprint didn't you know didn't start till you're like 12 or 13 years yeah. old yeah right it like was. think about that they can literally go on like say when they're 30 type their name in and this page will come up of, of them as babies for for all time yeah no i'm not gonna do well but i mean okay well uh, posting pictures of them on facebook even your own facebook yeah Right, there's pictures of my kids on the internet forever. There, there's actually, I was reading about it. There's a trend of people that won't let their kids be photographed and put on social media at all. Really? Yeah. Why? 
you know, I'm I'm not sure exactly well, their reasoning, but well, all the, all the pictures of me as a kid are sitting in shoe boxes in my grandmother's basement. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to go to the mall and get these pictures printed off. You know, I don't know, Griffin. I mean, like I said, people are a victim of the times. Like, and and you know, I'm not going to deprive them of of you know stuff that other kids have but i think it's it's one of those things that we don't know what things are going to be like in 10 years i mean if anything technology is going to be more accessible and and more uh prevalent in our lives than it is now i mean it's already man like remember when we first got the google homes around here like we thought it was a, i thought it was the best thing ever and i still think it's cool <laughs> i'm like turning lights on and off with my voice like what a time to be alive dude it's true you know so it's i mean it's all the other stuff that comes along with it right like now you got a microphone, always on microphone in your house. Well, I know, and it sucks because like we talk about the babies all the time, and like, oh, I gotta go get more diapers, or I gotta get more wipes, or whatever. And it's like every single ad on my phone is for <laughs> like baby shit now. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I gotta just start googling other cool shit I like, and hopefully it'll the algorithm will work it in there at some point. Like, but I, who knows, man? I mean, it's. I'm like, sure you'll make the right call when the when the time when the time, the time comes. comes but yeah. I mean, but within ten years, like ten years of technological prowess and and advancement is too hard to. It's too hard to speculate as like being normal people. It's hard to speculate what's going to be available and and what we're going to have, right? Like I'm sure there's scientists and developers and engineers that can say, yeah, oh, you know, this is what we're going to have in ten years. That's actually in ten years. It's like. When, when they'll be 10 years old, there won't be any more gas cars being sold. Well before then, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I was talking about it the other day, too. Like, I was talking to my dad about it, actually, or grandpa about it. And I said, it's, you know, I'm going to, it's like that meme where, you know, it's like the the lady pushing the grandma. And she's like, oh, let's get you back to the home, grandma. It'll be like, I'll be telling my kids, be like, yeah, marijuana used to be illegal. And it'll be like, okay, dad, sure it was. It used to be so paranoid in the Tim Hortons trying to order donuts because I thought the lady in front of me thought knew I was the, high. Yeah. And trying to trying to hide it. Well, and then he was, he made the argument that, oh, well, you know, like it's, it's not going to be as, uh, as intriguing to kids because it's, it's like alcohol, but I mean, but kids are going to, kids want to drink, kids want to get high, but it, you know, it was, anything it was the that they say you can't do, they're going to do it. Yeah. Just cause you have to be 19 doesn't mean you're going to stop the kids from doing it. It is an interesting thing. Cause like I, I met a lot of European people and they honestly have like a way healthier on average relationship with alcohol than we do oh dude my buddy leon uh like he he's from his family's from germany like they lived here for like five years because his dad had a contract for work and then they went back and he's like yeah dude he's like like they drink like even when they're like 12 and stuff like they'll give them drink like wine or beer at dinner and then they're like 14 they're all getting shit faced with their friends you can like so my german friends were telling me you can go to the club at like 16 yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> that's crazy. But you, you can't buy hard liquor until you're 18. Yeah, but whatever though. But I mean, but I think the idea and thinking behind that is that, like you said, people, kids are gonna want. If you tell them they can't do something, they're gonna want to do it. So if you say, okay, well, if we introduce them to it at a younger age and say, yeah, you can do this, then they won't maybe abuse it as much as they would if it was illegal. And that's what me and my dad were talking about, like maybe they won't want to smoke weed as much because it's not like it's breaking the rules. There's not the excitement about it. It's like, you know, you're not sneaking out and like, you know, meeting some guy behind the giant tiger, doing a quick (laughs) deal. And then, you know, meeting your friends at the park and, uh, you know, 
rolling up a shitty joint. You yeah. know, you, you could just I, go in your backyard. I always roll good joints, Griffin, but yeah, you know that. But yeah, exactly, right? I, I was speaking for myself. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, and he's like, my and my dad, like, he's like, well, well, you know, why, why the people won't even be smoking weed in 10 years, all just be eating edibles. And I'm like, well, I love smoking weed, though, man. I way prefer to smoke weed than eat that. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't mind edibles, but I just, I would rather sit down and smoke a joint. Any I, I day. can see, like, vaping weed being, like, the, the preferred method in the future well it's yeah if if they tell you oh well it's better for you and i mean i guess technically it is but anything you heat no, up no technically about it like it's, whatever anything you heat up and put in your lungs is so bad for you the, actually the the vape as far as i understand it right the like any smoke is bad for you because it's carcinogenic you could you could dry out grass off the ground and smoke it and it would be bad for you but the way the vaping works is it it heats up the the weed just to a high enough temperature for only like the THC and some of the other cannabinoids to yeah. evaporate. Yeah. So you're not inhaling any carcinogens at all if you're doing it right. So th- there really shouldn't be any negative health effects at all from so, vaping it. So you so you're not gonna you won't die. You won't it won't contribute to well, your death. You won't a, vaping. This is the interesting thing too because we know that that weed is carcinogenic, like tobacco is. Yeah. But no one's ever gotten cancer from smoking weed. And I read an interesting yeah, that's study. Yeah, that's true. And their hypothesis was because there's actual cannabinoids that have anti-cancer properties, right? Oh, really? So what they're what they were basically hypothesizing was that the the anti-cancer properties of the weed were basically counteracting the carcinogenic effect, and that's why you don't see people getting cancer oh. from smoking strictly weed. Well, they should. Well, I mean, they would never do that, but they should like try to make like. I guess, quote unquote, healthy cigarettes. They could potentially do that. Maybe that's where technology puts us in 10 years. I mean, that's what like, like, why uh, not? Why nicotine, not? like e-cigarettes are. But the, the thing with e-cigarettes is it's definitely like, there's no doubt in my mind that it's better for you than smoking a cigarette. But we don't, there's no long-term but there's, yeah, you, studies. Like, you know, it's like. There sort of is because like, it's the same stuff. Like the, the active ingredients that like make the vapor is the same stuff that's in like a fog machine. And that's been like FDA approved for like human inhalation. Yeah, right, because that's forever, what forever. Yeah, because yeah. they're like pumping that shit into like <laughs> Concert. kids' laser tag. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> and like there was a big hullabaloo about them being dangerous at one point because people were dying, but none of the articles mention that the vapes that were killing people were not even nicotine vapes; they were bootleg weed vapes oh, that yeah. weren't filled with weed. They were filled with vitamin A liquid or some weird oh, really? shit. And like that was killing people, but the way it was reported in the media was that it was they just said electric cigarettes, right? So there's yeah. a very clear push to to you know push people away from them. Well, sometimes I uh, sometimes I hit my dab pen like seven times, forgetting that it's a dab pen, and then next thing you know, I'm just violently high in Walmart or <laughs> Tim Hortons, <laughs> like oh fuck, I forgot how high this gets you. Well, that's like I went to my to my buddy's house the other day for a fire and. Uh, he just he like there was a sa- he went out to the reserve to buy some weed and, and there was a a sale on uh, Skittle edibles what? and there, there's like they're like 400 milligrams for the pack <laughs> and he gave it to me and I'm usually pretty like you know I take like just enough but this guy like he always takes way too much and falls asleep while I'm still there like like, yeah, he, like really? he takes he just keeps popping them like can like they are candy but he pops them like candy and just passes out right so I said okay tonight. 
I'm going like shot for shot with you. I'm eating all 400 milligrams of this. Oh my god! To see what happens. That's crazy. That's a lot. It's a lot, and <laughs> I, I did like. I, I straight up like don't remember going to sleep. Like I just woke up the next day. Did you say all over my there? clothes were still on? Like yeah. No, no, I, I made it home, but <laughs> hurry, I gotta go. Okay, you've got forty five <laughs> minutes to get home. Hurry. Um, I don't know, man. When I die, I hope it's early in the morning, so I don't have to go to work that day for no reason. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. He lived close to me, so I could walk home. Yeah, that's good. Um. It's crazy, man. Yeah, what a crazy world we live in. What a crazy world to bring babies into, man. I don't know. Yeah, we're just gonna do our best and you know try to try to raise these kids. Oh, I, you're gonna be a great dad. I'm excited. Thank you, Griffin. I appreciate you saying that. I guess you already are. Uh, so me and Matt actually, yeah, right. I already am. Yeah. Hey, there it is. I got a lot of fur babies, not real babies. Actually, me and Matt were tossing around the idea of uh, of doing a dad podcast. Like, so we it would still be Bob Chat, but we would do like say a little half an hour, forty five minute like Bob Chat dad episodes. Because um, like he's got like a fourteen year old kid, and I have like newborn babies, right? So like it's kind of both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, that's and a we, good idea. Yeah, and then our friend Will, uh, he was here earlier too. We were talking to him, and I I talked to him yesterday actually about it. And I said, well, you know, he's kind of got kids in the middle of that of that split. So it'd be like, hey, new, brand new dad, you know, dad for ten years, dad for fifteen years, whatever. And it's kind of all ends of the spectrum and perspectives. So I thought it'd be kind of cool. And obviously, it's Bob Chat, so we make it fun and yeah, it'd be a good time. I, I can come and, and just tell dad jokes. Yeah, <laughs> give me one right now. Oh, don't don't. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this is this is a classic from my own father. Okay, yeah, this Jerry. Is, this, this is this is the dad joke that made me understand what a dad joke was. Well, I'm a dad a now, so I love it. Hit so me. I, I was sitting on the beach in Mexico, and my dad <laughs> looked at me, and he's just like, "Hey, hey, Griff, I'm on a seafood diet. I seafood. I eat I it. Ate it. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't think it was funny at all. And and that was that was the first time it it sunk in on me what made a dad joke. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be terribly funny. Yeah, it's got to be so not funny that it, you laugh anyway. Yeah, I I used I used to drop dad jokes on Bob Chow all the time. You know, <laughs> I was like, what a dad joke! I love dad jokes. I saw a funny meme. It was uh, it was like uh two wrestlers and it was like a skinny one laying on the mat and then like this really big fat wrestler jumping from the top rope and the skinny guy laying on the mat said, uh my ungrateful family and then the big fat guy said uh me and all my dad jokes <laughs> like landing on the ungrateful family yeah no i uh i gonna have to get a pair of new balance uh and actually streaming's like oh if you want to come over if you get your new balance come on over you can cut the grass and green those babies up if you want you gotta start wearing socks and sandals actually uh, streaming came over the other day and uh he had a brand new pair of shoes on because he was wearing those white new balance. He's ba- a dad too. Yeah, and he was wearing those white new balance dad shoes for like three years. And those things are just mangled at this point. So he comes over and he's got these new sneakers on. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm like, those aren't new balance. What happened? He's like, dude, you know how fucking expensive those things are now? They're like 170 bucks. It's like everybody's getting knocked up. Because of COVID, and now oh, now it's really cool to be a dad. So everyone's running out buying all these dad shoes. Like you know, leave them for leave some for the rest of us. That, I swear to God, New Balance was like, people are going crazy for these on the internet, and there's gonna be a whole bunch of new dads everywhere. We're making the killing. So like, I I've worn New Balance shoes for like 
a decade already. Yeah. Because I, I have flat feet and the only shoes that have like, they have like a metal bar in them for stability are New Balances. So I've t- taken a lot of shit for wearing New Balances as a teenager and everyone else had Jordans and like Nikes and shit. But like I, I gotta wear them. Yeah, New Balance. Yeah, I've never had a problem with New Balance. Like I, I was scared I wouldn't be able to get them for a bit because this the CEO or yeah I think even the company of New Balance like endorsed Trump, and so there's this movement to like cancel New Balance. So I was a little concerned I might not be able to get my shoes. Yeah, yeah. That seems to have blown over though. <laughs> I can't get New Balance. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you can only buy New Balance. Pretty much, because you have Matt. So if we talked about how you, yeah, we've talked about how you have to take a shoe off when you drive. Yeah. Oh Griffin. Oh Griffin. One time when I had the shitty, when I had the tempo. Ford's uh, at what? 1994 <laughs> Ford tempo. 93. <laughs> that makes it so much better. <laughs> I uh, I had a what happened? My windshield wiper shot off of my car. Oh in yeah. The middle of the road, and it was like winter, and it was like slushy and rainy, and I I like. Did so a U-turn, park, put my blinkers on, parked on the side of the road, and then hopped out on one foot to recover my windshield wiper, hopped back to my car, attached it, <laughs> and got back in. I, I must have looked so ridiculous to everybody. Should have wintered in Mexico, Griffin. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's uh, ugh, that fucking car. And then Griffin moved to, uh, to New Zealand, and he left it parked at uh at the variety store down the street from my house and it was there for like a week and then they put a notice on it saying like that it wasn't gone and like by the end of the weekend they were gonna tow it and whatever and he was trying to sell it so we we li- i lined up our buddy to sell it but he wasn't gonna be able to pick it up with the trailer for like another week so it was like we ended up having to push the ford well we originally we pushed it because it was out front and then but it, it was w- it was the day before you weren't allowed to park on the street anymore it was the day before yeah you can't park in the street after labor day so we pushed it to the variety store and then we realized oh okay they wanted to move then i had to push it back it was like me and delissa <laughs> i didn't know you had to push it back well because if we had because i told you if we left it at the store they were going to tow it right oh. and i wanted you to get your money for it so yeah. we so ended up having to push it back in front of the house and like i tried to get it up the laneway into a parking spot and just was not happening like, did i get money for it i thought we just gave i just gave it away maybe you did just give it away i don't i know. was just wanted to be rid of it i don't know but like i don't know it was i don't know but here, tell them the crazy part tell them the crazy part oh yeah okay so uh so our friend joel tech guy aka tech guy like they do racing and shout st- out shout out to tech guy uh they do racing um so his buddy that races cars and stuff he ended up taking it and I guess it sat there. It sat out in his bar drive shed for like two years. Hasn't been touched. And it was basically wasn't running when Griffin gave it to him. Like the brake line was fucked. Like it wouldn't even start t- turn over, I don't yeah. think. Um, but I think, I, what did he do to it? He did one little. He said he replaced one wire. He replaced one wire and it fired up like it was fucking brand new. Still only got three breaks, but still. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably just derby it. But yeah, it just sat there forever, and it was good. I mean, say what, say what thing. you will about Fords. Like, yeah. I think a lot of newer Fords are are not so great. But you know, some some were made to last. That thing was literally no joke, held together with duct tape and zip ties. Well, hey, listen, I fuck buying a new electrical vehicle. Give me a '94 Tempo. Let's do this. Let's my, make it happen. My brother really, really wants one of those uh, F one fifty Lightnings. 
Oh, isn't that uh, that's like with the? It's got like a crazy engine in it, right? Like it's got. It's uh, the electric, the, the electric F one fifty, the new ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, get, don't worry. He, that's all he'll be able to buy soon. Well, you can buy older models, but yeah, man, that's. Uh, Do you think other countries like there'll be some countries that just say fuck it and just continue to produce gas vehicles like I, forever? I don't know. Hey, listen, one day Canada will take over the world. Then you'll all be sorry. <laughs> Have you heard of Kanzuk? No, what is that? So there's this movement to form a super, like basically like a third world superpower to like challenge uh, China and America called Kanzuk. And it would be like Canada, uh, Canada, Australia, UK, and New Zealand would form like we would still technically be like individual countries, yeah. but we would have one unified foreign policy. So we would we would essentially be like the third superpower of the world. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it. Part of me is like kind of intrigued by it, but then we sort of are given up our independence. Then. Well, yeah, because then you have to. I, I think if shit got like super real and like we just couldn't trust America anymore, and China was just wiling out. That might be our only option, but I don't, I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> well, maybe one day. Yeah, who knows, man? It's going to be a crazy world that, uh, that my kids grow up in. But, well, uh, Daddy-O Daddy here and uh, Uncle Griffin's going to be around, I'm sure. We'll make sure they're all right. So, yeah, anyways. I'm going to have to figure out a way to tell them apart because I, I stared They are at, identical. I, I stared at both of them for five minutes just trying to find any <laughs> difference. Like, like even just like maybe one of their hair was growing in a little quicker or something. But yeah. No. They're pretty identical. Uh because well, you're telling mostly by like their personalities, right? Well, kind of, yeah. Like there's like there's very like, but you got to remember, like I I see them every day, right? So like I notice things that like a, an untrained eye that you know just comes over is not going to notice. But I mean, I think we're doing pretty good at keeping them apart. And yeah, it's a lot of personality, and like they have different mannerisms, obviously. And and as they get older, it's it's going to be easier to to distinguish them apart, obviously. But uh, for now, I think we're doing a pretty good job. It's fun. Like my brother and I are two and a half years apart, and we still get constantly asked if we're twins. So, <laughs> yeah, I could see that though. I could see that. Yeah, uh, you're better looking, Griffin. Don't worry. Obviously. Well, thanks for coming over. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. I thanks appreciate for having it. me. We got to keep Bob Chat alive. Hell yeah! Maybe we'll do another one. That was uh, a really good talk today. I'm glad we had this chance to do a chat. It was nice to. Take a little break from dad duty. Yeah. And we better go uh, check on Delissa, make sure she's not going crazy yeah. down there. And yeah, it's uh, like I said, one day Canada's going to take over the world. And then you'll all be sorry. See you next time, guys. Thanks. Adios. I want my pockets in my lady simple life and not too crazy. I'm slim, but I ain't shady. Fuck you if you hate me. I'm rocking the mic because it's Bob Chat, baby.